0: Well, hello, Sandy. How you doing, girl? Hey, you know what, Kathy? It's it's funny. I'm doing okay, but you could be better. I I just kind of had a sad week, like so many people. Just life in general and different things going on. But you know, that's kind of the well, way it goes.
1: Sandy, Sandy, just you know, try if you can to just look at the bright side of it. And you know, things will change. I don't know what happened for you, but you know, just look at the silver lining because it's going to be okay and i don't know what happened but you're going to be okay kathy shut up that's (laughs) what it is exactly guess what we're talking about today folks toxic positivity i know
0: and you know what there's can i read the definition to you oh perfect yes okay toxic positivity is a way of responding to your own or someone else's suffering that comes across as a lack of empathy it dismisses emotions instead of affirming them and could come from a place of discomfort toxic positivity positivity usually does isn't intended to cause harm and you know when you brush off feelings and you feel guilt or shame for experiencing negative emotions you're avoiding or hiding from uncomfortable feelings. Yep, that's it. And how many of us are all guilty of that? I mean, I know I am. I mean, you, we we try to be as positive as, as we can about things, but um, and we've talked about it before that we have to sometimes go through the
1: pain to get to the other side. Amen. You know, I remember when a friend's husband died and uh, she said, everybody keeps, oh, you know, what can we do? What can we do? You know, it's going to be okay. He's in a better place. You know, all this stuff that didn't help at all. So finally, she said she got so bummed that somebody said, you know, what can I do for you? And she goes, I need a geranium bush moved. (laughs) There you go. You know, she said, I just, it was at wit's end. i was done with everybody because I, yeah. you know, but I have worked with people and that have grieved and they have said, just say, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. yeah.
0: With anything, any kind of uh, disruption in someone's life or if they're just feeling icky. I mean, uh, I read once about a guy that, you know, was always trying to keep his kids happy. And it was like he felt like his job was to keep his kids happy. And so yeah. when they would call him and say, Dad, I <laughs> this is going on, this is going on, and I'm so nervous about, you know, getting a job or my mortgage, will I be able to pay it, or will I be able to pay my rent, and and he always said, oh, it's going to be okay, tomorrow's a new day, it'll be
1: all right, and then tomorrow comes, and for them, it's not a new day, and the, the hard stuff continues, and then it's like it falls on deaf ears, yeah, yeah I yeah. had a client uh, years ago, and she was raised as a little girl with when there's trauma, honey, just pretend you're at Disneyland, just pretend you're at Disneyland and the whole family. So she came to me as a grown woman saying, I'm doing that as a grown woman and nothing's getting, it's not, it's, it's a difficult negative way to deal with life. And so I think that we have to, I, like you said in the beginning, though, I think the intentions are met well. Yes. I but think what, what words would you have wanted to hear this week with your tough week? What would have blessed you? What would have What would have been like salve to your soul? Well, just hearing about, I lost a brother this week. So
0: just hearing about him. Well, can you tell me a little bit about him? What was he like?
1: Um,
0: How, you know, what, what, what did he enjoy and, and how are you feeling about it? I mean, this is a sibling you've
1: lost. So how does that make you feel? Yeah. And I think then you're engaged in that space Mm -hmm. of connecting with that person. We were getting ready to meet a young lady for lunch one day. There was about three of us. And um, the woman that was going to join us, her son had committed suicide. And the other two gals said, you know, let's not bring it up. And I go, no, let's bring it up. Let's tell her that. we're Sorry, let's talk about it. And you know what? She spent the next hour and a half and we talked about her son's life, not his death. Right, and when we got done, that was a piece of it. The book I wrote, "The Day Sad Arrived," is about a client that that very same thing. And he expressed there was nobody to talk to, there was nobody to share in that grief with him. And so, and people would say things, "Just get over it. You're fine." And boy, oh boy, don't we wish we could just get over it?
0: Yeah, I I, yeah, it takes time. Like we said, I always call. I always talk to people, my kids. I always call it the Ring of Fire. You have to go oh, through I that like ring that. of fire to get to the other side, whether you're grieving a loved one or whether uh, you lost your job. Well, it doesn't matter what it is, but you have to get through to the other side and it hurts. It's painful, but you have to feel that pain. Um it's like it it, when people are positive, I mean, a positive outlook is very important and it's important for our immunity. And I don't want to disregard that, but it doesn't mean that everything should always be seen through rose colored glasses. You know, it's just, it's, it's okay to just say, this was a crappy day. Yep. I didn't like this day.
1: Um, I mean, and that's okay. Um, I, that's the point I think though, that it's important to, cause you've done therapy. I've done therapy. You know, I tell my clients, I have a therapist, so I don't get my stuff on you. Uh, but I think that it, it's, it's okay to say it's tough. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And I'm going to call a friend and what are some tools I have?
0: Right. Um,
1: if I do exercise in life, if I'm a runner, maybe I by myself should go for a run if i'm a person who crochets or quilts or likes working in the yard sometimes those things can help work out that that stuff right uh, but to just look for tools like what tools have you found this week since your brother has passed
0: well i don't know it's i've i've reminisced a lot and i think um, reminiscing about he was 11 years older than i am so you know we i was he called me punk <laughs> I was little, I was little punk. That was his name for me. And so I'm reminiscing a lot about way back when I was a little girl and he was a cowboy. So he always, we always had horses and he, he, he went on to fulfill his life with, with being a true ultimate cowboy. I love that he was a cowboy. That is so cool. Yeah, he did. He, he did. I have to tell you, uh, the one thing that gives me a lot of peace is that he did what he wanted to do. You know, he was a great awesome. He'd break courses and he was on. he was even a national penning um, champion on the, you know, his picture was on the national penning cowboy magazine. I mean, he he was a true cowboy. He got to do what he wanted to do. But I think that just reminiscing about it. People, you know, well, how just the questions people ask, it's kind of like, you know, when you do um, it's uncomfortable when people lose someone and you don't know what to say, especially if it's a spouse or whatever. And it's almost like um, sometimes you just can be honest and just say, you know, I don't know what to say, but I'm here. I'm here to listen. I don't know. I don't know exactly what you're feeling. I mean, I wouldn't tell them, oh, I know what you're feeling, even if you've gone through it. Because yeah. guess what? Everybody's grief is different. But so to be to just be yourself and just just say, hey, I'm here for
1: you. You know. Well, and I love that you said if you don't know what to say, say that. Yeah. You
0: yeah. Know? And that's like okay.
1: Yeah. I want to comfort you, but I'm not sure how. And I'm sorry for your loss. You know, I think in, if we if we look at the toxic positivity and thinking about what other parts in our life it can address, where do you, other places, do you think it can be? Like, what do you mean? Like, so the situations of, um, if there's a loss, if you're sad, if you're depressed, um, oh, it can in-
0: be anywhere. I think it could be anywhere. Yes. If, you know, yes. uh, I came home and kind of, uh, just hibernated. So it's, I have one neighbor say, are you okay? Because they haven't seen me. They haven't yeah. seen me out and about. Yeah. And they know that I lost my brother. So they're, they're, they're reaching out and, and, um, but it's, it's, you, you want to kind of sometimes hibernate, but everybody's different. Everybody might take their sadness to, a, they want to be out with people and that's great. But some people just want to go through that pain. We talked about it after your divorce. You needed yes. to go through the pain. Yes. And when, if somebody would say to you, oh, just get up there, you know, he, he, it, that, you're better off or, or you have to look at the bright side and you'll be fine in a little while or whatever the case might be, what they say. Oh, no, please don't say that. I, I wanted to say toxic positivity is being positive at all costs. I'm reading this now again, but I just wanted to read it. It is the mindset that even when faced with hardship, people should always maintain a positive attitude. While toxic positivity is often shared with the best intentions, it lacks compassion and can shut down opportunities for connection, which you said. Toxic positivity can exist in your own self-talk, as well as when connecting with others so what can we do what can we do um maybe to change that a little bit uh suppressing unpleasant feelings that lead to so because suppressing um your feelings like that when you get really sad can lead to uh, mental and physical health you know it can lead to all sorts of things yes. and we've we yes. have talked about that before but it
1: it can all, it can be dangerous. You know, yesterday, which, you know, I had a gathering of us ladies, which I have to tell you is a blessing, but a couple of the gals didn't want to come because of the spaces they were in Mm -hmm. and they did. And as they left, um, as you know, it just shifts us so there are times of isolation as we process. And then I do think there's times that if you feel safe and you know that you're going to be loved where you go, that it can help just have people around you and love on you, pray for you exactly. and just sort of change the shift of things. And let so people- I, think, I think that piece is so big. Um, and so I love that you said it, it looks different in all cases.
0: It, it does. and And like we said, pain is part of the human experience. If we don't feel pain... Well, yeah. That's... Well, if I don't
1: feel pain, I can't feel joy.
0: No, exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. It's, it's kind I of like
1: the definition because that to me is just right on. It truly is a part of that process of finding your way where you're going to land. And as well, there's no timeline to grief. Nope. And like, Oh, you're not over this yet. Yeah.
0: It, you know, you know, when you're ready and Yeah. Sometimes, I don't know, blind optimism. Is, oh, that's
1: a good one. I like that. Yeah,
0: it can be problematic. And, and you know, first when I started reading and hearing about toxic positivity, I thought, oh my gosh, because I have a lot of positive things in my home, you know, sayings on the walls and different things, so do you. And <laughs> I thought, wait, is am I not supposed to have those things on my walls? Is that being too positive? Because I I didn't really know what it meant, you know. I I I knew how I felt when people would say things to me that di- d- dismissed me. Basically, that's what it is. It's dismissing you. And,
1: You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Time yeah. will heal. Times yeah. a healer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know, it it just, and I realized I knew what that was, but I never knew what to call it. And so when this whole new thing of toxic positivity has come out man that it's it made me feel like wow finally somebody's put a name on it maybe it's been around forever but
1: uh, someone put a name on it and that's um well and it sounds funny it sounds like an oxymoron positive yeah you know so it's like at first you think of it wait toxic positivity how can that be but just like you said you feel dismissed yes you know You'll get over it. He's in a better place. All those things are, it just feels very dismissive. So I like that piece that you shared. I think that's important because we want to be validated. We
0: want to be validated. That is for sure. And we want to be told, well, we just want to be listened to basically. And it, and you know, people that um, can't get things out uh, it's pretty amazing just the little things and the right things people can say to get people talking, you know, that with your people in therapy, I mean, it, you, you can all of a sudden regurgitate all the stuff that you've been holding in forever.
1: And, you know, um, I had a uh, a couple and I had gone to a workshop and um, one of the, the gentlemen putting on the workshop said, if somebody says to you, I don't know. So if in their pain, you say, you know, how are you doing? How are you processing? You know, I don't know. Well, if you did know, what would it be? And 99.9% of the time people have an answer because I don't know, is it get out of jail card? I don't have to answer. Yeah. So if all my life I've been allowed to say, I don't know, then you don't have to take care of what's inside you. But if somebody just says, well, if you did know, what would it be? And this guy said, my client goes, I did it on my 13 year old and I got an answer for the first time ever and he didn't even know what I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in us, that pain is in us and sometimes I don't think we know how to express it and if somebody does that toxic positivity, I think it shuts you down. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, you feel dismissed and not not uh, validated. So, I think that's awesome what you right. just shared. That piece is. So, in this process we as we move forward, You know, what do you think are some of the pieces that we can do to help with that? And we'll close up here in a few minutes.
0: What are some of the pieces we can help people? Uh,
1: So do you think do you think it's good to just sit and go, well, thank you. If they say, well, you'll get over it or he's in a better place. And just well, it depends on I
0: mean, everybody, nobody wants. uh, Well, unless you're really close to like a sister that does that or someone that you feel real safe with that you can say. You know like I said to you at the beginning, oh shut up, Kathy. That didn't feel yeah. good at all. Yeah. Um, are you listening to me? <laughs> you know, it I all not hear my you. broken heart. Yeah. Yeah. It all depends who who you're talking to. Um but I think stuffing it and in a way to let people know uh, I don't know it's a it's it's a tough one. It's a real tough one because I know a lot of people don't want any um combative talk or uh what's the word I'm looking for where, you know, they, they, they'll just dismiss themselves and go, I'm not, I'm probably not worthy of getting the, what I need because they might not even know what they need to hear. You know, know, I
1: saw a really cool example of somebody, they had a $50 bill and she said, it's a $50 bill. She scrumpled it up. She rolled it in the dirt. She spit on it. Um, just really, you know, all the pain of life you get spit on, you get kicked on in life, but when she was all done, she opened it up the $50 bill, but it was still a $50 bill. So your worth does not get dismissed because of your pain. You are worth the amount that God gave you. So I just really want to let everybody know if you're walking in pain right now and you're getting, um, toxic positivity, you know, if you feel comfortable with the person with your with to say, you know, um, I just need some time to process it. And I, I know that God's going to help me with this, but I'd appreciate your prayers or something to sort of get it away from. Oh, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's all right. Because yeah. I think it's their uncomfortableness that they don't know what to do. And I think like we just said, just say, I'm sorry for your loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know?
0: exactly. And, you know, again, we want to, we want people to know people aren't doing this to be intentional. They just don't no. know. They don't know the right things to say. And they think that maybe something because of something they've gone through in their life, that positivity, always being positive is the most important thing that they have to do. Um, it, it, they just don't get it. So it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But if we can help people understand it and so that they can maybe just change and and
1: shift a little bit when they hear this then we win we win yes yes and the person that's hurting feels validated and cared for yes. and that's what this is about yes it is i thank you for today for listening to us i thank you for us you know given the opportunity to sit with other folks out there um the feedback is so much appreciated it allows us to to really be able to connect with you all out there If you want to connect with us, please look at what's on your life plate at gmail.com. We would love to continue this dialogue with you as we move in the future with other topics. And we are doing topics because some of you are suggesting them. So we would really appreciate any feedback that you have. We thank you for you taking this 20 minutes out of your day to listen to us. And Sandy, it is just such a privilege to do this with you and walk with you in this journey. Oh, thank you, Kathy. You are a jewel (laughs) well honey then you is too baby (laughs) cake have a blessed day and everybody out there just remember there are times that just tune into us and we will give you some validation we care about you thank you for listening bye-bye bye-bye